You guys can be seated. That song we just sang said, the heavens are roaring with the praise of your glory. But I will tell you, there's some roaring going on down here, too. Did you notice, Did you notice our youth up at the front? You know, I can, I can feel a change in the atmosphere when the Holy Spirit is touching lives. And people are being healed and darkness is being cleared away. And, we, and there's an access that we haven't had to the Holy Spirit, his love, his heart, his mission inside of us. And it's so wonderful that you've come up front. You know, sometimes I'm the only one on the front. It's great to see the stouts here. And Donna back, you've been traveling a little bit. Marie's been sitting with me. But, yeah, there's plenty of room up here if you want to come up. And, you know, the Holy Spirit's everywhere, but I think he, he's really powerful up here. So just come on up. <laughs> just come on up. Um, it's just such a blessing. It's such a blessing to be part of this family and seeing what God is doing and seeing a lot of faces out there that I haven't met before. I look forward to meeting you. If this is your first time here, welcome. We are a family, and you are part, you're one of us, so just uh, feel comfortable and at home. You know, talking last week uh, in the communion message, I talked a little bit about kind of our responsibility when we come to the table, that we are asked to discern the Lord's body and that there is a, there is a, there is a position of humility when we come and we acknowledge the body of Christ present in those elements and we have a thankful heart and if we have bitterness or we have sin, we need to confess that. We need to, have, we need to be pure as we come up to the best that we can. Just ask God, clear me out. But there's more that happens when we come to the table. Um, when I was growing up, I was raised in the Catholic Church and um, by second grade, I think, we were allowed to come up and take communion. And I noticed that my mom, she didn't come up week after week. I, I didn't know why. And so one time I asked her, why aren't you taking communion with dad and my brother and what's going on? And she said, well, I was raised Episcopal and I didn't officially convert to Catholicism. So I, I'm, not, I'm not able to come up and take communion. And it was interesting because I thought, what's Episcopal? It sounded really different. I didn't even know what they believed until one time I went to an Episcopal service with her and I couldn't tell the difference. I mean, it was all the prayers were the same. Everything was exactly the same. I'm like, what's the big deal? Why, why is there this distinction? And um, later that came home to me a little bit when I went to visit Marie. She was having knee replacement up in Concord, Massachusetts. I guess they Concord, New Hampshire, sorry. Uh, I guess they've got really good knees up there. So she went, <laughs> she, got, she got those knees replaced. They've, they've been good for, it's been 13 years. But anyway, I went up to spend a little time with her and um, we saw on the schedule of events that they were gonna have communion brought in. And so we were excited to be able to take communion and a woman came in and the first thing she asked, she said, are you guys Catholic? And I remember we both kinda, kinda dodged the question because we were both raised Catholic but we had, we had not been fellowshipping in the Catholic Church for quite some time, so we kind of did that. I don't know if it's a lie I need to repent of, but we're like, well, we were baptized Catholic. And, you know, they tell you once Catholic, always Catholic, right? So we thought we were good. But she pressed, and she said, you know, um, have you been fellowshipping? Are you members? Are you in fellowship? And we said no. And she said, well, I can't, I can't offer you this sacrament. She said, we can fellowship. We can pray together. But this is, not, uh, this is not something that I can offer to you today. 
And we kind of tried to debate with her a little bit, try to convince her, try to sway her to give us communion. But she, you know, there was no wavering. And I think after she left, Marie and I, I don't know if it was a rebellious spirit, but we got some Snapple and some, uh, those little, those little crackers, the saltines, and we kind of did our own communion. I don't know if it was sanctified or not. Probably not. But anyway, but there was something important. We wanted to partake. We wanted to connect with Christ in that way. And one of the things I just love about the Methodist tradition, and it goes all the way back to John Wesley, is we have an open table. Absolutely everyone in this room is welcome to the table. And uh, John Wesley kind of, you know, he was, he was an interesting guy. He didn't always do things exactly within, because he was from an Anglican tradition. He kind of was very flexible and, and followed the Spirit. And he felt led that this was an opportunity for people to receive the grace of God. John Wesley was all about grace, from provenient grace to justification, sanctifying grace. We are, just grace is pouring through our tradition. But he said that he believed that when people partook of communion, that God could act in their lives and pour into them in miraculous ways. Last week we talked about our job. Our job is to repent and to cleanse ourselves of unrighteousness. Well, God cleanses us before we come. But that opens us up to receive from him. And one of the things that he saw were salvations and healings. People actually slain in the spirit when they took communion. Bitterness evaporated. Forgiveness was manifest. Joy unspeakable. New levels of faith were given. So as you come to this table today, I want you to remember that, yes, this is a time to remember what Christ has done. And this is a time to remember our position and our responsibility in discerning the Lord's body and being right with him, being sure we're right with him. But I also want you to take this as an opportunity to receive something new from him. If you have a healing, if you have depression or anxiety or worry, if there's bitterness in your heart, if there's an emptiness there, if there's a new level of faith that you need, reach out and receive it in that moment because God's grace is here and available through this. The elements have been sanctified and prayed over, so we're just going to pray and then invite you to come to the table. So let's go ahead and say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day daily bread. and Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As you come, our gluten-free option will be at the center station.